When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's a certain narrative about where the Pittsburgh Steelers are headed in the 2023 NFL draft. And quite frankly, I'm down here at the NFL Combine for 48 hours. And in those 48 hours, I think that narrative is... Well, it's, it might be completely wrong. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbein. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us at youtube.com slash all Steelers talk and subscribe. There. You get your podcasts. And today I'm here to talk about an early narrative that I have discovered here at the NFL Combine that I think is going to hold a lot of ground moving forward and one that even if people aren't talking about yet, even if they haven't started talking about or if it wasn't on the minds or seemed illegitimate headed into the NFL Combine, being here, listening and watching what the Pittsburgh Steelers are doing, there is there's a direction this team wants to go, and it's very clear very early. For the Steelers last season, it was easy. Pickett quarterback and even before Kenny Pickett quarterback the Steelers needed to replace Big Ben they were obviously going to do so in free agency but they were also going to bring in a rookie because they wanted a long-term option the next franchise quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers and well free agency didn't offer that this year it's wide open and the draft class is filled with talent no more Khan made that very clear that this draft class is absolutely loaded from head to toe at a number of positions But for Steelers fans and for Steelers media and everybody involved, really, the Steelers should be replacing a few positions. Left tackle, left guard, they should get an inside linebacker, probably a cornerback, maybe a safety. Being down here a few days, and that's all it it took was two days, I think that narrative might be a little bit wrong. Heading into the NFL draft, I heard rumbles that the Steelers were very concentrated at the secondary. But what they weren't looking to do much with is offensive tackle because they trust Dan Moore Jr. They think that there's more development there. And on top of that, Kevin Dotson has one more year left in his deal. So neither of these guys are going to cost the Steelers money. And if the growth of the end of last season showed anything for future, the Steelers feel like they're in a good spot. Now, that being said, if somebody slides to them and they feel overwhelmed with the opportunity that's in front of them, they're going to go and get an offensive tackle and they're going to replace one of these two or at bare minimum, they're going to add depth that is very needed. But they aren't going to go make a move just to make a move. They're not going to 
trade up to draft a left tackle and they're not going to select one of ones there anybody there they're not going to go get a dewan jones at 17 and feel very comfortable with that but on the other side of that i think there's a position that they might sit there at 17 and feel very comfortable with or at 32 and feel very comfortable with because it's a position of need it's one that they need to fill this offseason and at the same time they're kind of showing their hand a little bit on who they're talking to down here at the nfl combine i mean you only get a certain number of visits. It's not like the senior bowl. It's the NFL combined. These things are formal. There's a lot of scouting going on in them and they mean a lot. It's not sitting down and talk to a coach for 10 minutes or talking to a scout on the field for 10 minutes. This is sitting down, going through the film, having a real discussion about who you are as a professional and a football player and what you could bring to a team and how you could benefit the team talking to you. And for the Steelers, they're spending their time at inside linebacker. And it's not necessarily the position that has caught my eye, but more of who within the position has caught my eye for the Steelers. It's not these mid-round guys where the Steelers could come in and add depth. It's not players that will fall in the draft or a third or fourth round pick that the Steelers could select to come in here and compete with a guy like Mark Robinson or Robert Spillane or whoever they add to the mix next to Miles Jack. No, these are first round, second round options that the Steelers are looking at and meeting and deep diving with to assure that they find a very talented inside linebacker within this class. So far, the people that they've met with are very, very interesting. It's Ivan Pace, Drew Sanders, Noah Sewell. Brenton Simpson, the guys that will be there at 17, that could be there at 32, that the Steelers could use one of their first two draft picks to go and get. And quite frankly, I think that they're very interested in doing so. I think that the Steelers are looking right now and saying these are very talented, somewhat raw athletes at the inside linebacker position that kind of bring that next generation of off-ball linebacker the NFL, the Micah Parsons type linebacker where, yeah, you could rush the edge like Trenton Simpson and Noah Sewell do, but at the same time could play coverage, are fast enough to be a spy for a quarterback and could stuff the run. All of these guys bring different attributes at this time, but at the same time kind of give you that redefined role of an all linebacker that maybe the Steelers are looking for and have been looking for. They have the Miles Jack, that natural bit bodied could make a blow at any moment linebacker. Add the Devin Bush, which was super athletic coming out of college, really quick, hard hitting guy. The Robert Spillane, the run up the middle and smoke Derrick Henry as hard as you can at the goal line. And chances are you're going to stop him and win that battle linebacker. Now, Guys like the Dallas Cowboys or teams like the Dallas Cowboys have shown that there's a new generation. There's a new way to utilize these super athletic linebackers. And teams like the Arizona Cardinals with Isaiah Simmons have had opportunities. Teams like the Chargers years ago with a guy like Drew Tranquil had an opportunity. And none of them seem to use it as well as the Cowboys did. But somebody's got to start the trend. Steelers, defensive powerhouse for ever are certainly a team that could follow that trend see how effective it is early and say that's a position that we want to highlight as a position that we can grow with as well 
there are options in free agency that people have talked about with David Long and Jay Edwards has been named to the Steelers and plenty of other guys who Tremaine Edmonds who could come in here and start alongside Miles Jack. And maybe the Steelers do look and sign somebody before the NFL draft to kind of assure themselves, hey, we at least have an option. At bare minimum, we have two starters, and then we could go find a third. And maybe that is their plan. Maybe there is their plan is to use two starting inside linebackers and then have that third one to be that all-over-the-board type of player. Would make sense. Would give the Steelers options would give the Steelers depth, something that they've lacked at a number of positions. And even if it wasn't inside linebacker, well, the last couple of years, they've had a bunch of guys that are quality role players, but no great starter. Maybe this year they're looking for two starters and a very quality role player that might be a third starter to completely change that narrative. A guy who could play off ball, spy, and on the edge, that seems to fit a role that the Steelers would very much so like. And if the team is interested in re-signing Alex Highsmith and extending his contract, having a guy like Simpson to come in here and be able to play off ball and on the edge, I mean, that's two birds with one stone. That's versatility used to its max. And the Steelers would love to use that. The Steelers would love to have a guy that could come in here And I think Trenton Simpson out of Clemson is the guy that matches this description perfectly. That's why I keep using his name. But I think the Steelers would love to have a guy that comes in, can play inside linebacker, can be that super athletic guy in the middle that could do almost anything you ask him to do. And then when you want to run a three outside linebacker set, he could be that third outside linebacker. And then when you want to kick TJ Watt inside a little bit, and have him be T.J. Watt and move all over the place, he could play the edge. And that seems like the perfect fit for the Steelers' defense and solves two problems that they've had for the last three years that they have tried to solve. People talk about bringing back Bud Dupree. I've talked about bringing back Bud Dupree. People talk about signing two inside linebackers to assure they have depth. You grab one of these guys, and it seems like you fixed both problems with one draft pick. And I think the Steelers are thinking that. It's only been 48 hours. It's only been two days. We have all of the positions still to talk to here at the combine. But day one, it was very apparent. There were no mid-tier guys that were super excited to go meet with Mike Tomlin. One or two of them. But for the most part, it was those guys that are going to go in the first three rounds. And more specifically, the guys that are going to go in the first round or two that have meetings with the Steelers already set up who have said good things about Mike Tomlin, who understand what the Steelers are already looking for. Feels like there's direction that they have in their heads. Last year, it was very apparent it was going to be quarterback, and you kind of felt that early. And then at the same time, you somewhat understood where the Steelers were going with the rest of the draft. You wanted to talk about, oh, well, they need a tackle. Well, they didn't talk to any of the early tackles. Oh, well, they need a center. They didn't talk to any of the early centers oh, well, you need an inside linebacker. They didn't talk to any of the inside linebackers. Corners, they didn't talk to any of the corners. Safeties, they didn't talk to any of the safeties. This year, they're just not talking to the middle round inside linebackers. And instead, who they're eyeing up and who they're truly meeting with early, at least, and truly have their eye on 
seems to be those guys that'll be there at 17, 32, 49, and maybe 80 who could play anywhere in that linebacker position, create that new generation of inside linebacker, and fill maybe two roles for this defense in 2023.